with God's word that has been planted in us. See, we want to get a hold of that word. We want to take the word that has been planted in us. We want to look at it. And then we want to make a decision. What am I going to do with this word I've been listening to? What am I going to do with these seeds that are planted in my life? Will I bury them? Will I burn them up and put them to the side? Will I constantly just not look at it and look away from it like, oh, I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm having too much fun. I'm chilling. I'm kicking it. I'm able to walk in the woods and just do me. I'm able to go in and go on a camping trip and be outside the tent, if you will. And God is like, no, that's not how I caused, that's not why I died for you. That's not why I bled for you. I bled and died to give you a new life, one that honors God Almighty. Amen? So tonight we deal with that word, the word that has been planted in us to make us doers, one who obeys, and not just listeners of what we have, what we have heard according to the word of God. No. See, today's message is on doers versus listeners, two type of people. And so 1 Corinthians 4.20 states this, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk. You know, all this woofing, all this talking. You can quote scriptures. You can quote John 3.16 verbatim. You can quote, you know, Revelation scriptures, you know, Old Testament, New Testament. You can memorize all these scriptures. You can quote them to everybody else and their mom. You can even repeat them to your dog and practice, you know, memorizing them. But if you're not obedient to this very word, that word of God is not powerful then in your life. And here Paul is saying, no, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. It is of power. This power is the power that changed lives. This is the same power that changed your youth pastor's life. It is the same power that visited me in a jail cell, 1999 in the summer, and said, rise up. Rise up to new life. Rise up to a greater life. Rise up to the purpose life in which I have given you. And I had a choice to make. Am I just going to listen to this word or am I going to do it? And see, the kingdom of God is the people who do it. The kingdom of God is of power. So that when you're quoting scriptures, it's not just something like, oh, I just gained knowledge-wise. Hey, the scripture this. Hey, the scripture that. Man, Jesus said this. Man, Jesus said that. No, our life should reflect the very power that that word has. It should be a life that has changed. A life that, this, that the Bible talks about that to be a written epistle. To be a walking letter of God Almighty. Scriptures just coming right out of your life. Coming out of your mouth knowingly and unknowingly. When you're walking in the hallways in school, people already know, man, such and such is a Jesus freak. I try to get them to smoke weed. They were like, no, man, and they try to get me to go to Elevate, some place called Elevate. And like, yeah, they're Jesus freaks. Walking in a job for us adults, whoever else got a job, that you're going by the Dunkin' Donuts subway. You're making sandwiches for Jesus. You're doing everything in excellence unto the Lord. And it just looks to the world. It's like something is wrong with this person. Nothing wrong with that person. They're just bringing the kingdom of heaven down to earth, no matter where they go, whether it be in their math class, English class, whether it be in their high schools, whether it be in their community, whether it be at your house, whether it be in your bedroom when you're all alone, you're bringing the kingdom of God to earth in power, power that a life not only speaks the scriptures, but lives it out. An example to the rest of this world. Amen. Can I get any examples in this house? Any doers in this house? Any people that has a desire and a longing to say, God, I don't want to be a woofer. I want to be a doer. I want to practice that which I preach. 
I want power to come from my life, not to glorify me, but to glorify the God who saved me by the same scriptures, by the same gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't know about you guys, but I want that. I want that. I want to bring heaven to earth in the name of Jesus. I want earth to shake when I walk around. I want the devil to be mad every day that I get up and I put my feet on the ground so he can know I'm not only talking about this thing, I'm living it out. And I dare you to come at me. I dare you to come at me. That's the kind of life I want to live. It's a courageous life. It's a fearless life. One who honors God, not just with their lips, but with their heart. Amen? This is what the Word of God says, James. We're in James chapter 1, 22 through 25, and the Word of God says this. Do not merely listen to the Word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently, somebody say intently, into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Anybody want to be blessed in this house? Anybody. You could give it up for Jesus. We can clap, right? We're a youth crew. We love Jesus. I want to be blessed in my life. I don't want to be cursed. I don't want to be deceived. The Word of God says, James 1, 19b says this. If we can put it up there on the karaoke screen, says this. Everyone should be quick to what? To listen. Let's try this again. Everyone should be quick to what? To listen. We should not stop at just listening, though. But do and apply what we have heard in God's word. Last week we spoke about humbly accepting the word that has been planted in us, which can save us. We heard this. This happens when we accept that which we have heard or listening to according to the word of God. See, that word is planted in us when we listen to God's word. When we hear God's voice. It automatically plants inside of us. It's as though the word of God comes in as a seed, and automatically when it hits your heart, the roots start spreading out. It gets a hold of one's heart. And then we talked about what kind of heart do we have? What kind of soil is in our heart? Is it one that can care less about the word of God? Or is it that good, that good soil, the one that produces and uh, transforms life that gives God glory? What kind of heart do we have? Do we have a rebellious heart, a stony heart, a worldly heart? Or a God-fearing heart. And so it is his word that saves us when we listen and accept it. But now James goes on to explain the action that must be done on our part. And he says this in verse 22. Do not merely listen. Somebody say listen. To the word. And so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. You see at first he said we must be quick to listen. You guys remember that sermon? Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger, because man's anger does not produce the righteousness of God. How many people were here for that sermon? And we talked about we got to be quick to listen to God. But see, he takes it further now. He talks about the other side of the coin to that. That yes, when you listen, and we must be quick to listen, we also must obey to the, to the word that was given to us. We also must, when we hear God, allow it to go inside of us, and then obey God. Not just sit there and listen to it like, yeah, I heard you, God. I'm still going to do me. I still want to do me. This is what it says. We must not just listen, but do what it says. Matthew 7, 21 through 27. Look what it says. 
Not everyone who says to me, listen, this is, a, this is a very, very fearful scripture. Jesus Christ said this himself on the last day. This is what he said about other people. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone. But only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You see, just because we can quote some scriptures... Just because we say, Lord this, Lord that, doesn't mean you're going to heaven. He says, it's the one who does the will of my Father. It is the one who is a doer and not just a hearer, deceiving himself. Verse 22 says, many will say to me on that day, look at what the, the listeners were doing. Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name drive out demons? And in your name perform many miracles? Jesus then says, then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears, listen to this. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down. The streams rose up. The winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came, the streams rolled, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. He's talking about two different people. He's talking about doers, and he's talking about listeners. The same thing that James is talking about, doers and listeners. One of them is blessed. He grows when the storms and the trials and tribulations and all these things happen in their life. They come, they blew the same way it blows on the listener. Think about this. Both of them are listeners, the listener and the doer. Both of them go through storms, trials, and tribulations. Both of them must be go through a testing of their faith, the proving of their faith. They both go through it. One endures and never falls, while the other one falls, and it's, and it's a great fall. It's a humiliating fall. It's a crash, burning. Picture a car driving. They're both driving. One gets into an accident because he's careful to listen to the signs, watch the signs, and then obey them, while the other one is driving on the same street. He's careful to watch the signs, listen, but he don't care about doing it. He ends up crashing and burning while the other one makes it to the other side. And so what is God saying here? Jesus is letting us know that there's two types of people in this parable. One stood the test while the other failed and failed greatly. In James, there's two types of people. There's one who are doers, and there's one who is just a listener. He's just a listener. One is deceived while the other one is blessed. Which one are you today? Which one are you today? You see, the war within us comes up. When we all hear the word of God, everybody in this place is hearing now the same word given to you. Everybody in here. But unfortunately, there's only some people who are doers. And there's only some people who would just listen. You would just listen. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't care to apply it to my life. And see, the thing we must understand is that when we listen, we must allow the word of God to become internalized within our lives, to such a degree that we just don't look at the Word of God and, and hear the Word of God. No, 
We must take action after we listen to the word of God or not. It will go away. And see, what happens is that many of us, we hear the word of God just like we're doing it now. But we don't care to think about it. We don't care to internalize it. Many of us will say, man, such and such needs to hear this message. Man, Will, I wish he was here. He needs to listen to this message. He's here, but you know what I mean, right? Man, I wish my mama was here to hear this one. She's always talking crazy. I wish my brother was here. I wish he was here listening to this message. And you know what we do? We pass the buck. We're like, here, you take this message. But we never take the time to listen and actually apply it to our lives and internalize it to such a degree. It's like, man, God, is this for me? What are you trying to tell me then? What do I need to do, God? What is the next step? And so what happens is that we must not just listen, but do what it says. Moving on to the next person, or the first example of the person that says this, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror. Think about this. And after looking at himself, goes away immediately and forgets what he looks like. This is the first person that James is talking about. The one that ends in deception. And some of us say, man, I'm not deceived. Man, I know what's going on. I hear the word of God. I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. I know the word. I can quote you scriptures all day. My grandma was raised in church. My mama's been in church since she was a little kid. I'm good. I'm gravy. I know all this stuff already, man. Sometimes we even sleep in the church. We even go on camping trips. Dude, I'm good. Listen, though. That individual ends up deceived. And thinking, just because I say, Lord, Lord, I'm good. Just because I go to church and I hear the word of God, that's good enough. It's not good enough. Because that person is the one who they call deceived. We must not look at the word of God and forget what it says. That is what the first person does. Why is that? 2 Peter 1, 5 through 11 says this. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look what it says next. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting what they have been cleansed from, their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. What did Jesus say in the first example to the one who not only hears his word, but do it, but does it? They never fall. They never stumble. The storms, yes, they're going to come. Yes, the persecution is going to come. The times of testing is going to come. The proving of your faith is going to come. The fire is going to come to make you shine brighter like Jesus Christ. Yes, it's going to come to both parties. But only one will never stumble. While the other one will fall greatly. Which one are you today? Are you this first one? We must not deceive ourselves and forget what we look like after looking at ourselves in the mirror of the word of God and seeing our need of Christ and his word and then walk away forgetting what we have heard in God's word only to deceive ourselves. Who is the listener? It is an individual that sits here just like you're doing today. 
You hear a word and you know, man, I have not been doing the word of God. You hear the warnings that come from the throne of God Almighty. You hear Jesus talking to your heart. The word is being given to you. And all you do, you sit here because you don't internalize it and you don't want to be a doer of it. You listen to it and you know, you hear God's voice saying, this is for you. And you know, man, I need to repent. I need to start taking this stuff serious. But instead of going that far, you know what we do, the listener does? Just like he does when he goes to the mirror. The listener goes into the mirror Looks at himself, man, I got some swag, dude. Ooh, ooh, I'm on fleek, yo. You don't even understand, dude. And I got some new J's. It's going down. And walk away and forget immediately. He goes away, matter of fact, and forgets immediately what he looks like. It is the equivalent of looking in the word of God, listening to the word of God, knowing, man, the God, God is talking to me. The word of God is talking to me. I need to stop doing this. I need to stop doing that. I need to surrender completely to God. But instead, we do this. Uh, I'm good. Don't need that right now. Let me look what's on Facebook real fast. Why she ain't responding to me? What's up with this dude? I done liked his stuff three times, changed all these emojis on here. I went from thumbs up to a heart to a wild face. Now I started crying. I just ended with a cry face now because they don't want to respond to my they don't want to respond to my emojis. And right away, we know what's happening. Just like that, you forgot that God was just talking to you. Just like that, we went away and started doing something else to try to avoid God's word from going into our heart and dealing with the man in the mirror. And instead, just like that man, he goes away and he forgets what he looks like. He forgets that the word of God is for him, not against him. The word of God is for us, not against us. It is here to make us blessed. It is here so that we will not fall greatly, so that we will never stumble. But instead, it's like, ah, I don't need this right now. Pastor talking about pornography, uh, don't want to deal with that right now, having too much fun. I just subscribed to this website, definitely not shutting that down right now. Paid this money, used my dad's credit card, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is. I got a girlfriend, about to lose my virginity. Dude, I ain't not listening to this word right now. And we brush our shoulders off from it. We look the other way like, uh, let me forget about what just was given to me. And maybe that'll be an excuse. It's not an excuse. Listen, this is like a spiritual law right here. Just like gravity, just like oxygen, just like the, the, the same, the, the physical laws that we have, right? The, the absolute truth. This is the same thing. Just because you heard the word and chose to, for, to forget about it doesn't mean that you're not accountable to that same word. Oh, that word would not come back void. That word would accomplish what it set out to do. And this is the first person that James is talking about. And that God was talking about, or Jesus Christ was talking about in his word. And then there's this other one. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. That's the second person. Do you see the difference when it's parallel with each other? Let me show you this. The first one was just a listener. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do it, this is what he tells him. It's like someone who looks in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away immediately. Look at this. He goes away. He's trying to avoid it. He's like, no, dude, I'm going this way, dude. Like, no, nah, pastor over there talking about this stuff. Dude, how you doing? Yeah, how's your sister? You know I like her, dude. Yeah, I know. Dude, come on, hook it up. Like, come on, dude. Like, what you, dude, my, my sister's crazy. I don't even care right now. I just want to forget about this word. Hook me up. Hook me up, right? Just using an example. That's you. Repent, right? But you guys know what I'm talking about. 
We go away real fast. That individual looks at himself, but then he goes away immediately and immediately forgets what he looks like. See, the fact is we avoid it, and right there and then, the enemy snatches up what God was trying to put inside of you for your own good. And now you don't even forget what the word that was preached to you. We move on like nothing is happening. But look at the contrast to the other person. But whoever, again, looks, there's a looking going on, right? The first person looked in a mirror. He looked, but then he went away. And then he forgot about the word of God. He forgot how he looked like. This individual, the blessed one, but whoever looks intently, intently. See, the other one was just looking. He was just, it says that who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself, he goes away real fast. He don't even take the time to apply the word of God to his life, to meditate on it. To ask, man, how can I internalize this thing? How can I allow the word of God to deal with my heart when I know my heart's jacked up? When I know I'm not living the way I ought to be living. When I know that I'm a bootleg Christian right now. When I know I'm not an example to anyone right now. How can this apply to my life? The one looks at himself and then he goes away. The other one looks intently. He takes his time. He hears the word of God. He looks at the word of God as in a mirror and he begins to study it. Man, I need to be a doer. I can't just be a listener. That's just not good enough. Yeah, I can quote some scriptures. Yeah, I can, I can have some Christianese. Yeah, I can hang with some Christian leaders. I can even go out with them. I can go to their parties. I can go to their camping trips. But man, I need to be a doer of the word. I need to apply it to my life right now. You see, that's what somebody that looks intently into the word of God. He looks in the mirror. He sees Jesus Christ's righteousness. He sees the way Jesus looks like in his character, how he was always holy, how he was perfect, how he was sinless altogether. He lived a life that was outstanding and amazing and awesome. And yet in that contrast, a one who looks intently realizes, my life doesn't look like Jesus. I need his word. I need his word. Look what it says after that. Into the perfect law that gives freedom. You see, the other one, only led to deception, while this one leads to freedom. Who is the perfect law? Who is it? We must look intently into the perfect law that gives freedom. This is what Jesus said in John 8, 31. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Listen to that. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The perfect law that gives freedom. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Verse 35 says this, now a slave has no permanent place in a family. See, a slave is just there, he does what he got to do, and he goes right back to his room. He's a slave. No part with the family. He is separated. A slave is on this side, family's on this side. You're a slave. You go back to your, you go back to your little corner. You're a slave. So he's trying to tell us, are we a slave? Are we part of the family? And he says this, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. See, the perfect law of liberty in Christ, we have freedom to choose to be doers of the word rather than just hearers. 
We are now free through the Spirit to obey God in love. That is the perfect law. It may sound contradictory in a sense because when you think about law, many people think about slavery. How can I be free if I'm bound to a law? See, but you're not bound to the law as Abraham's law was. You are bound to Jesus Christ as a child of God, as a believer, as a Christian, born again, believing in Jesus Christ, that when we look intently into the perfect law that gives freedom, we're looking at Jesus Christ himself. We're looking at his love. We're looking at his pierced hands and his feet, his whooped back, the crowns on his head, what he did for us on that cross to give us freedom. And it is that freedom that liberates us. It is that freedom that causes us to want to be doers of the word and not just to hear, not just listeners of the word of God. You can see the contrast between the two individuals, a listener and a doer. It goes on and it says, and continues in it. You know what happens to the, to the listener? It says he goes away and immediately forgets it. He forgets what he looks like. He forgets the word of God. But not this brother right here. Not this sister right here. Not the one who is a doer. Not the one that after he listens, he does. After she listens, she does it. She obeys it. For this one, they continue in it. They experience that freedom and they become doers. And then it says, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it. They will be blessed in what they do. If we could all stand right here, if I can get somebody in the keys, uh, 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 Daryl. See, there's, there's a war within us that happens when some of us just want to be fake Christians. When some of us is all about the hype. The war within us rises up in the flesh and it says, dude, you don't have to do this. Just listen. That's good enough. Memorize some scriptures, man. Go practice some Christianese with some Christians. Listen to the lingo and just copy that. Right? Do behavior modification. You'll be good. Listen, in the end, you may deceive us. In the end, you may deceive your pastor. In the end, you may seem like, bro, I'm a Christian, dude. I'm a Jesus freak. And we may even believe you. We may, because we love you, right? But does our belief in you really matter? That if in the end, you stand before the Lord himself, and you say, Lord, Lord, did we not do X, Y, and Z for you, God? And he looks at you in return, and he says, all you were was a listener, and you were not a doer. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Meaning, depart from me. Get out of the body. In that translation in the Greek, he literally muffs you in the face. He pushes your face, and he says, I never knew you. Because all you were was a listener, but never a doer. You were still a slave, and therefore a slave is on the other side, while my family comes in on this side. Which one are you today? Are you a listener? Or are you a doer? See, we must be doers of the word of God, not just listeners who forget what we have heard by deceiving ourselves with reasonings that are contrary to the truth. You know what a listener does? Because they're not a doer, because they don't want to be a doer, you know what they do? I hear this word of God, but then we give reasons that are contrary to the truth to not obey that word. Yeah, maybe that word wasn't for me. Yeah, maybe I don't, you know, I'm good. I don't have to love everybody. I'm just be at peace with everybody. I'm cool. I don't have to, you know, obey God fully. You know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, man. You know, I can smack this dude and be good. 
Nobody's perfect. No, man. God is not saying that. We need to be doers of the word and not just listeners because in the end, family, in the end, you can trick us. But in the end, the only person that you deceive is yourself. You will be self-deceived. And God have mercy. If that time has come and you are no longer in the land of the living and you stand in front of the Lord Almighty, all cheese and stuff like, dude, look, he's going to see me and I'm going to quote John 3.16 to this man. And he's going to let me in this thing. He's going to let me in. I've been listening, man, since I was like 12, dude. Like, he's got to let me in. Like, I know scriptures, bro. And Jesus Christ stands in front of you. And he looks at you. And he says, depart from me. I never knew you. You were just a listener. And I'm about doers. I'm about doers. You see, and this is the question for you guys. Which person are you today? Are you just a listener or are you a doer? See, the first person who looks at himself in the mirror of God's word but goes away allowing the cares of this world and false reasons to not apply or obey the word and instead forgets even matters or applies to you, even matters that apply to yourself and so are deceived. That's a listener. Are you building your life on sin, disregarding the word of God to obey it? Listen, you can build a nice, awesome sandcastle for yourself. I mean, dude, you can have all type of little chimneys on this thing. I mean, you can really make this thing nice. You can pedazzle this sucker, dude, like put some diamonds on it. You know what I mean? Get like the Ken Barbie and put them on the top like, dude, that's my crib. That's my life right here, dude. Look at my girl, Jack, out with the hottest chicks in the school. She's a dime, dude. You can do that with the same dude. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I got the hottest dude. You know what I mean? I'm doing good right now. Life is good. Yeah, I'm a Christian, dude. You know, I, I know some scriptures and stuff. Like, I hear that stuff, man, but I'm good, man. I'm good. And really what you're doing is building your house on sand. And guess what happens to that sand when the storm comes? That sucker's gone. It crashes. And the thing with sand and water... After that thing wipes it out, guess what? You can't even see that the castle was ever there from the start. Nobody remembers that castle. There is no legacy with that castle. You don't leave a name for yourself. You don't leave a people who want to follow you, who remember you. Like, man, I remember this dude. I remember this girl, man. Awesome woman of God. Awesome man of God. I want to be like them. I remember their lessons. I remember their teachings. I remember that when storms came, they quoted scripture and they obeyed it. I remember them. See, but the one who builds their house on sand, they're not remembered. You think gang members are remembered? Think about this. They'll go to church. I used to be one of them, bro. They'll go to church, man, chilling. What up, yo? Show love in church and stuff, shaking hands, throwing up gang signs and stuff. Go to funerals of their guys dead and stuff and, and pray and do all of this stuff like that. I used to be one of them. But in the end, after that person died, ain't nobody remember that dude. They might remember the fact that he, like, smoked three blunts at one time. Like, dude, he was awesome. You don't even understand. This dude wrote a blunt so big, and he smoked all of it by himself. He didn't even share that thing. He just smoked it all. And in the end, it's like, oh, dude, he was cool. But he's not a dude to follow. There's no legacy there. But men of God, woman of God, that is a life that is blessed. That is a life that is built on the rock who is Jesus Christ. It says, are you the second person? 
who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom, meditates and sees the need to obey the word to your life, continuing in the word, not forgetting how you need to obey the word and in turn be blessed. Are you a builder who builds your life on the rock of Jesus Christ? Which one are you? Are you just a listener or are you a doer? The one who's blessed, listen, the blessing does not come from the listener or having knowledge of the word of God or being around Christians. No, it comes from being a doer of the word of God. It is a doer of the word of God. If everybody can bow their heads and close their eyes. Listen, there's people here. There's people in this room right now who is doing exactly what the listener does. You close your eyes, you bow your head, and you're like, yeah, he's not talking to me. I'm good. I'm decent. I'm okay. I heard it. Like, I heard what he was saying. I, I know what the message is about. Let me tell you something about my kids. I put them on blast. My kids will read devotions, man, and especially Leilana, right, the youngest one. She would, like, after you ask her a question, like, she would know everything she read, like, legit. Like, Dude, there was a dude named Abelimelech, and then there was a donkey. This thing talked. His name was Craig. And it was like, like, she'll know everything details. I'm like, what? Who is this person? Like, no, it was there. Like, I know all this stuff. And then after that, this guy came with a knife and stabbed him. He was like, oh, my God, where was I? Like, what happened? She'll know all this stuff. But then when it's time to obey it and to apply it to her life, when she's going through depression or something like that, no word to be found. They said, baby, you know what's wrong? You have become a listener. And not a doer of the word of God. Which one are you today? Are you a listener when the storms come, you got no scriptures to stand on? Or are you a doer? If you know you ain't been living right today, and you've been hearing the word, chilling, brushing it off your shoulders like, I don't need this, I'm good, I'm this, I'm that. I encourage you, family, I encourage you. Come up here today. Confess that to the Lord. Confess the hypocrisy. Come up here and say, Jesus, I want to be a doer. I don't want to be a listener. I don't want to be deceived that when I stand in front of you one day, thinking that I'm going to get let in, thinking that I'm one who's not a slave to sin, but I'm one who stands on the other side, and then yet there's no chances after that. Once you're dead, that is it. You stand in front of Jesus, and Jesus looks at you, and he realizes, wait a minute. You're just one of those listeners. You're just one of those people that just listen to the word, but you never did it. You always brushed it off your shoulders. You always just charged it to the game. You always just put it to the side like, ah, I'll take that off the shelf one day. Well, listen, listeners don't get into the kingdom of heaven. It is doers that get into the kingdom of heaven. It is doers that are blessed even now. It is the doers and not just the listeners. It is the doers. Both the listener and the doer, they both listen. Both of them listen. But there's only one that becomes a doer. And that takes your part. Will you be a doer today? Will you be a doer of the word of God that you've been listening for this whole series? Asking God for wisdom, going to the Lord with everything. Considering yourself blessed. Looking at what God said in his word about you and not forgetting about it, but applying it to your life. But if you're that listener... I encourage you to come up here now. If you need prayer, 
and you want to be a doer, this altar is open right now. Right now. We're going to pray right now. You pray for yourself. I'm going to pray for myself right now, and then I'm going to pray for you guys. But if you're tired of just being a listener, you know you're deceived. Confess your sins and become a doer today. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your truth, God. And Lord, I want to be the first, Lord God, to ask for forgiveness of my sins, God. Forgive me, God, as many times where I just listen and it's like I, I brush it off. And you're like, Stephen, don't let your anger go get the best of you. And I, I brush it off. You're like, Stephen, calm down. Be humble. And I'm like, no, no. God, I ask that you would forgive me, God, that I will be a doer of your word. And I will not deceive myself. But that I would humble myself instead and say, Jesus, have your way in my life. Give me freedom. Give me freedom, Lord. You said, Lord God, when the Son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Jesus, give me freedom. Freedom to obey. Freedom to live for you, God. Freedom to sin less, God. Lord, have your way in my life. In the name of Jesus, God, I give it to you, God. Lord, transform me, mold me, that I may be that person, God, that looks intently into your word, into the law, the perfect law of freedom that looks at you, Jesus, continues in you, God, not forgetting your word, but being just like you, God, and that in turn, Lord God, you bless me, God. Lord, have your way in this place in the name of Jesus. And God, right now, I lift up these individuals, God, those that came up and even those that are ashamed. And those that are even deceived right now, they're out there. God, I pray that you will deal with the heart right now, God, in the name of Jesus. That you would deal with the listener, God. That you would open up their heart, God, and that your word will go in there and be planted, God. And that, Lord, it will begin to grow. And that, Lord, we will no longer suppress your word and, and push it down and push it down and say, no, you will not have your way. But, God, instead, we will humble ourselves and humbly accept your word that can save us from the very deception in which we allowed ourselves to have. And God, I pray for the heart that wants to be a doer, God. That Lord, from this day forward, God, they will be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger, God. That Lord, they will not just listen, God, but that they will be a doer of your word. That they will do what it says, God. That they will not forget your word, but they will intently Lord God, study your word, worship you, go deeper in your word, God, and allow your word to go deeper in them, God, so that we can be like you, Jesus, so that we can know and confirm our calling, confirm that we are children of God, confirm the knowledge of what we have received from listening by applying it to our life, God, to be a doer. Have your way, Jesus. Be glorified. And right now, wherever you're at, listener, doer, even if you're deceived, I encourage you, ask God for forgiveness. Listen, pour out your heart to Jesus, man. Pour out your heart to Jesus. He is not some angry judge. He is not against us. He is for us. Listen, he wants us to be a doer. He wants us to go to heaven. He wants to give us eternal life. He wants to bless us now. You think this thing is for later on? No, it's for right now. 
eternal life right now, blessings right now. Does the storm or not will stop? Will, will the change? Will persecution stop? Will, will things affect us? Will things come against us? Will it all stop? No, it won't. But I can guarantee you something: you will never stumble. You will never fall. As long as we abide in the Lord and we do what He says, we will never stumble. We will never fall. That is a promise from Jesus. But every time we just allow ourselves to be listeners, listen, you will fall at the first onslaught from the devil immediately. He will come at you and say, you're ugly and bam, you're gone. You're done. Oh, I'm ugly. I'm, I'm this. I'm not good enough. And man, I'm just going to go back to cutting myself. Man, I'm just going to go back to smoking weed and having sex. Oh, I'm this. I'm that. Instead, instead of standing on God's word and being a doer, we go the other way. We deceive ourselves. But see, a doer would never fall. He would never stumble. If anything, they would stand. When that temptation comes and say that you're ugly, you're good enough, you're not good enough, you're this, that, and the other, you know what we say in return? I'm a child of the living God. God says I'm blessed. I'm a doer of God's word. Satan, I'm not just a listener. I'm a doer. I put words and actions behind what I listen to. I stand on the word of God. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm a princess. I'm a prince in Jesus. I'm loved by God. I'm not alone. Jesus will never leave me nor forsake me. You see, we stand on those things. A listener has nothing to stand on but sand, quicksand, and all they're doing is falling and falling. And eventually that fall will be great. Where will you be at when that fall comes? Where will you be at when that storm comes? Will you stand on Jesus, the rock? He is the rock. And nobody can come against him. If I can get some people to pray for these individuals up here. Anybody else there? Does anybody else need prayer out there?